the Huskers of Nebraska tonight against the Ohio State Buckeyes. And what's ahead is just simply opportunity. You can turn four and four into something good enough to dance. They're playing as connected as anybody in the Big Ten right now. We talked all season long, you gotta protect home four, protect the ball, protect PBA. When this place gets rocking, I'm telling you, it's one of the best venues in the Big Ten. The students are back in class. Students have not been here since December 10th. And I would assume we're going to have a, a really dandy crowd. If the NCAA tournament is played at the bank, that's your national champion. Yeah. Dribbles, pivot, turns around, shoots it up and in. Purdue kicks it out, Wilcher, front fake, got it! Pump fake, mash, step back, three on the way, on the money, got it! Offensive board, put back, up and in. There's the horn and there's the half. Huskers up by eight at halftime. It's about Pat Wilcher, Buck Bank shoots it anyway. Deep left corner, got it, got it. Another three by C.J. Wilcher. Here's Mast again for three and man again. Oh my goodness. Another three on the way, got it. Wilcher pull up, Jay. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Wilcher on fire as well as Rickman. 74 to 56. Wilcher. Man closing with the ball. Jab, step, takes it at the paint, spins, spins again. Fade away on the way. Got it! Career high night. Career high night for Rickman. 32 points. saying that got it is so good so good but i don't hear that when i'm in the stadium but master had like six threes yeah last six, I saw. six six of eight he was six god, of eight 34 dang. points 10 rebounds four assists dude bleeds like a motherfucker but god he can play basketball bleeds like a motherfucker and sweats <laughs> holy god see-through uniform basically <laughs> he uh walking out of the stadium again he was coming over to the the peacock announcers over there to talk to him and i I was walking by when I went down the steps and out. I was going out the on the floor side. I just gave him a high five. <laughs> like, hell yeah, brother. Let's go. <laughs> he killed it. It was a that was an absolute riot to go to. It was loud. The vault. God, they just they gotta figure out how to win on the road. What do you think it is? Like uh, Kai and I were talking about that last night. Like, what the fuck? Why can't they play like this? On I the think road? it's the energy. That crowd, yeah. the PBA, I so they got to figure out how to bring that energy on the road then. They got that well somehow. The crowd. I think it's the crowd. That crowd is <laughs> lethal. PBA crowd is lethal. Yeah, but it's good so teams fun. can bring that. They can. Somehow. They have to learn. I mean, we're the only power five conference team that's never won a fucking tournament game. Just gonna say. They're they're showing us as a ten seed. They're learning yeah. projecting us as a ten seed. As high as an eight. Yep. Um they're saying the magic number's about twenty two. We get twenty two wins. Uh we're at sixteen. Six more wins. Is PBA a big enough arena to host um, tournament like games? Tournament, yeah. <clears throat> I don't Omaha's really know, it, right? Omaha, Omaha is going, and they have us in the Midwest. So if we're going, it's in Omaha. It's in Omaha. Okay, Gen that's where they have us currently, and it would 
it wouldn't make sense not to put us there just because they know they're selling the entire thing out. Nebraska makes the Midwest region. The whole thing sold out. Yeah, right. like, it's going to be full. It's full. I'm going if Nebraska makes the tournament. And if they're going to Omaha, I'm definitely going to the games. Yeah. I'm taking those two days off. I don't care. I'll probably only buy whatever the first session that we're going to be in is because uh, just we have not won a tournament game yet. <laughs> <laughs> true, uh, true. We got Maryland coming up Saturday. Yeah, um, so we, we beat Northwestern. Yep. Beat Ohio State since the last podcast. So. <clears throat> yep. And the Northwestern game, I mean, we did, we won by six. I uh, watched the whole game. It was a tight nip and tuck game. Um, but we had 25 turnovers that game. We just were playing. Gross. I didn't watch that game. So, yeah, we were playing lackadaisical stupid turnovers. We had a few stupid turnovers in this Ohio State game, but the crowd was wild. And uh, we survived it. Rank mass just couldn't miss. And this is without Casey really doing anything. Casey right. didn't really play in the second half. He looked horrible, actually. I didn't think he played well. Uh, I'm fairly certain. I haven't heard anything, but uh, I was telling uh, Bryce Brock went with me, and I was telling him early on in the game, I was like, Casey doesn't look right. Looks sick. Looks he looks out of it. And then uh, it kind of played off and on through the first half, and then they they took him out after a foul in the third in the second half, and he never came back in. Like they were having their huddle, and he was literally sitting on the bench. He wasn't in the huddle. Mm. Uh, I, I think he was sick. There was he was fighting something, something going on. Yep. He, yeah, he was he was out of it. There was some sort of uh, some sort of sickness or something. He was fighting. But yeah, he was kind of out of it. But yeah, we had Rick Mass t- stepped up, uh, and that's without Juwan Gary didn't play that game. Yep, uh, pretty sure he was suited. So I'm assuming he was probably good enough to go. But they knew they didn't need him, and we need him for Maryland on the road. Yep, um, we got Wisconsin coming up. That uh, that's so we have uh, one, one, two, three, four, five. Five more home games and they're all winnable. That would put us at twenty one. So we need to get. I think we need to get three more. Um, On the road, we need to get three three road wins. It'd be really awesome to get this Maryland one. Illinois is going to be brutal. That'll be a tough one. Michigan is a winnable road game. Um, Indiana might be a little tough. Ohio State's winnable. Um, if we play like that, that's absolutely winnable on the road. But uh, I'm surprised you're not saying they're all winnable. Oh yeah, I've I've already said let's win out and win the Big Ten. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it, no. I'm down. Never losing again, baby. What's this? That's <laughs> what the rule eight effect is. Like, never gonna lose in men's sports again. <laughs> no, I, it, it's tough. I, I just they I I need them to win a road game. They got to figure out yeah. how to win a road game. Once they can do that against a good team, I think I'll, they technically I'll believe a little more. They technically did against a good Kansas State team, but I just don't. I don't understand it. Everybody wins every now and then like that. I need yeah. to see multiple. Oh yeah. I multiple need wins on the road. I think this this Maryland one coming off a and that's that's the worst part is like you go on a road game and you lose you lose after a big win, home win, like a high energy home win, and then you come out flat. That's yeah. the issue more than anything. Like if they come out flat against Maryland, that's a problem. The other thing I've noticed too is that a lot of the conferences, and I've been watching a lot more college basketball this year. We get the four view going on the yeah. TV, and I, I always look at records, and I'm like, God, there is not a team out there that does not have kind of a shit conference record. Like, everybody's kind of, like, losing a few games here. Wisconsin's undefeated in the conference. 
Are they right now? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess they're I number one. one. I haven't watched them. Number play. one of the conference. They beat but, us, and I'm talking about other conferences too. Like what Kentucky just lost. Yeah. Um, it just seems. I don't know if the if the skill level is just more spread out. And teams aren't there, there is less of a gap. Home and away splits are big in college right now. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of weird in the Big Ten because I mean some of the con- there's a couple venues in the Big Ten that are big, but none of them are like like PBA. Yeah. So like the Iowa game on a Friday night was half full, right. less than half full, right? Against us and like last night was. I would say last night was, I don't know, four-fifths full. I mean, it wasn't completely full. It I think that's pretty good for women's games Yeah, when I've been there. I mean, obviously, the, the top ball is not yeah. open. But. The the top ball is open for men's games, but and it's been full before, and this one was there were sparingly seats. But I think the 6 o'clock game really fucked us. I think it's hard for people to get to a 6 o'clock game. I think it needs to get to 6.30 or 7.00. Hmm. On a weekday. Yes. Oh, on a weekday? Yeah, it's a weekday. And so I think it's hard for them, for people to get there by 6 o'clock. It probably helped having the um, the kids back in school, too. All made a big difference. This yeah, yeah, it made a huge difference. You could just even watch in the... Because so that means they weren't there for Purdue then, either. No. Hmm. That's so, kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's good. I love it. I'm going to hopefully go to the Wisconsin game, too. We'll see. What do you feel about Nebraska basketball there, Ryan? I, I don't know. I'm not all in like Vance is, but, you know, I uh, hold out hope like any true Nebraska fan. Well, right? we always hold out hope. Yeah. But, <laughs> Every year. But, you know, when you're a Bears fan, you're a Husker fan, all those <laughs> all your teams. You, just, you and I did not pick the right teams no, we, we, for the last We chose disappointment. Decade. Yeah. <laughs> But See, I've been a Packers fan and a Lakers fan, so like I know that we can win somehow. So Nebraska's got to start winning at some point. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah. why I'm an eternal optimist. You guys are eternal pessimists. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I tough. haven't I haven't had a top five player on my team since Michael Jordan with the Bulls. So See, the only team I had was hockey, and it was Bruins, and they. Last year, I was gonna say, they didn't won, win the, all the time. They won the most games in NHL history, and they lost the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Sounds like the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> winning all these games. And... Yeah, they they played uh, lights out all year long. Get into the freaking first round and shit the bed. I'm still telling you, I'm getting rid of the Bears if they take Caleb Williams. They, I will. I will, to, I will be a Bucks fan. They need to trade down, get a line. Yeah. I <laughs> or get we another quarterback and ruin it. We we're talking I don't about this at lunch the other yesterday. I said they're they're gonna find a way to trade up. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they're gonna fucking trade up and, and fuck it up. <laughs> I will. Hey, you I, have like Jordan I said, Love, so <laughs> I would take Clay, Caleb Williams in a fucking heartbeat, <laughs> and we're gonna be. Caleb or Jordan love the I highest just, paid quarterback. I just know the Bears fucking ass and I. The Bears me. just need other positions. We don't need another quarterback. No, well, Justin Fields is okay. You need offensive line. We need an offensive line. Yeah. We need. There's a lot of things we need. Look at Ro- Roquan Smith, killing it with Baltimore. Yeah. We fucking picked him. And you, you guys picked Roquan. You yeah. had Roquan Smith. Yes. <laughs> Everybody that every defensive player that we've had that we've picked has done well has moved on to another team, <laughs> and probably been in the playoffs every year since. 
It's well. asinine, is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know what it's we like. We had Khalil have... Mack and Roquan Smith on the same defense and still couldn't fucking win games. My least favorite quarterback of all time for the Green Bay Packers has broke the single season record for the Chicago Bears. I just don't know how. I don't know how you guys are Chicago Bears fans. It doesn't make sense. Grew up that way, damn it. All right. Yep. Leave me alone. <laughs> Like defense, man. That's the like <laughs> defense. That's why I drink the rule aid because he's all about the D. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not right. that D. <laughs> yeah. Move, moving on to the NFL. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh accepts Chargers' job. We're going to listen to El Presidente, Mr. Portnoy, talk about it. All right, news just came in. Jim Harbaugh accepting uh, the job with the San Diego Chargers. That's according to Adam Schefter. Listen, I was holding out hope that Harbaugh would be back. I'm disappointed, but I'm not devastated. And listen, Jim Harbaugh has a seat at my table, a Michigan man table, for the rest of his life. He took. You got to remember, Michigan was fucking awful, awful when he came back to us. And he was awful in the beginning. I said, fire him. I'll hand up. What he did, he took the world. The world was spinning the wrong way. He put his finger on the globe and stopped it and turned it back in the direction it needed to go, making Michigan the premier football program, not only in the Big Ten, but in the world, beating Alabama, winning a national title, dominating the Big Ten, making Ohio State our bitch. Look at this hoodie that I'm wearing. On the back, it says, Big Ten champ. Rose Bowl champ, national champ. Harbaugh wants to be an NFL guy. He always has. I have absolutely no grudge. And by the way, the NIL now, Saban retired, re-recruiting every fucking year. Uh, you have to raise all this money, suck dick. Kids are there. They can do, who the fuck would want to coach in college? But we have the best guy to I do agree it. agree with him. Pass the baton. I agree with him on that. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm uh that's gonna be me in a few years when Nebraska starts being good. I'm gonna be the same way. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be the L president of Nebraska football. Like, let's go, baby. <laughs> I think he's gonna do well with the Chargers. They got a decent young quarterback. Right, he was success he's been successful everywhere he's went. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a good coach. Uh I I think it's gonna hurt. I don't I'm not I think old El President is wrong. I don't think they have the right guy. I don't think they're gonna do really well. Um I don't think Michigan will be back. No. Nope. Michigan is going to fall off next year. Yep. Uh, big time, I think. But hopefully, which is good for us because that'll, they just, yeah. We're Only gonna, helps I mean, our chances, right? Yeah, exactly. We're going to be 7 0 going into the Ohio State game again. Uh, <laughs> just, just saying, I'm going to throw that out there every time. 7 0 going into Ohio State. We can only hope. Fuck Colorado. <laughs> just as much as fuck Iowa. Well, they're talking maybe taking. Prime was maybe looking at the Washington job. What? Now? <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is news? Yeah. This is new? This was a couple weeks ago. Once once the announcement went that oh, well, the Washington guy was going to. That would already happen. I just in talks. I don't know oh. if there was a. Yeah, I don't. I'm just saying. He won four games with a hand-picked roster. Get yeah. fucked, Prime. I think we made the right choice. <laughs> I think we made the right choice. I'm happy with it. Yeah. At first, I was disappointed. Because he brought Jeff Sims, the rule brought Jeff Sims. I think we got the better guy. Yeah, I agree. Moving into the playoffs, <clears throat> um, I was obviously I was just shooting. 
for the moon on the picks that I made. I was hoping one of them would win. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get either one of them. I'm starting to think that I should root for the opposite team <laughs> that I want. That's my strategy. I don't even know what my picks were. I th- I'm pretty sure I picked the 49ers, didn't I? I was rooting for the Packers, obviously. Yeah, you picked the 49ers. You picked the Lions. I, had I the think Bills. you picked Houston with me, though. Did I pick? Yeah, I said I was picked. rooting for Houston. Yeah, I think did you I? picked them. Did I pick them? That's fine. And I also picked. I know I picked the Bills. Yeah, I picked the Bills too. I've only got the Niners left. I four for four. Four for four. I I wasn't, but but I I, I really want wanted that my... fucking Packers game. I really wanted that. You want to change your picks? I'm thinking. You, you said San Francisco, Baltimore. Yeah. Well, no. I think it's still going to be them, but oh. I think San Francisco is going to win. You do? Yep. I'm I'm all in for the Lions now at this point. I I want the Lions, so I'm going to pick San Francisco. That way they ma- can maybe make it. I literally Good. want all four of these teams to run an airplane into the fucking ground together. And I don't <laughs> give a fuck about it. I, just, I don't want any of them to win. I'm not a, I'm okay. not a single team. I hate every single one of those I'm teams. I'm okay with all of them. Like they're trash. I don't want Kansas City getting in, so I'll be rooting yeah. for Baltimore. I, yeah. I'm 100%. still holding out hope for the Bucks, Packers, Bills, and Texans. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, Alternate Final Four. Let's go, baby. The Bucks actually played decent. But. If, if it is San Francisco, Baltimore with that whole conspiracy theory stuff going around, uh, they did release the next year's. Yeah, but no, but I'm, making, all... I'm making my prediction. It's it's gonna be uh, the Minnesota Vikings, Vikings and, the and the Jets. <laughs> it's the new colors. <laughs> I get it, but they're also saying that. So they were doing some ref comparisons today and that the they redid some of the ref groups that are going to be a part of these games here and that the what was it the the refs for the Kansas City game <clears throat> favor the away team 56% of the time or something so now they're saying they they want Eminem and Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl that I mean, they did that color thing too is weird because they released it after Aaron Rodgers made a comment, an alternate logo, and it was mm-hmm. blue and red. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> also, I just want to know where the money where the money's going. The majority of it's going one way. It's going to be the other team. Yeah. That's that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that would be. That's what it is. All I know is Jordan Love is who we thought he is. <laughs> Fucking you, trash. You were right. He is trash. It's the only Lord. thing we agree on. First down, two timeouts left. We're going to throw to the middle of the field to fucking nobody. They almost won that game. To 349. <laughs> I mean, well, not I because worried. of him. I get that. I'm just saying I was worried. Not because of him. <laughs> they should have won the game. All right, let's listen Fucking to this. Terrible. Uh, let's listen to this little exchange that uh, Jared Goff had with Bob Wardenowski. Oh, thank you. I said thank you. Maybe that viewed though as the superstars, like All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. St. Brown was first team all pro, so. Right, right. Um, so was Panay. Sorry, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Absolutely. But do you feel like this is a chance for Yeah, I know I know what you're I know what you're getting at. Yes. Uh I, I do. I think I think we've got a lot of ton of ton of great players who um 
maybe haven't had the the national stage that up to this point um, that a lot of a lot of other guys have, and obviously they have a ton of good players as well, and, and a ton of Pro Bowlers and All Pro players over there, and um, it's it, yeah, we we feel like you know we've got a lot of good players too though. He's so professional. I would have. I probably would have kept going on that <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't really give a shit about anybody on the lines other than HCDC. I just like how he went at it, though. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I I thought he did. He did a good job of kind of putting the view out there. They go. Oh, they got a lot of more superstar players. Yeah. It's kind of funny. First team. <laughs> I like the. All right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I. The only thing that makes me root for the Lions is Dan Campbell. I really like Dan Campbell. Yeah, get the kneecaps, man. Get the kneecaps. I think he's a good guy. It's fun. Fun to listen to. I'm going to let you get into this one. I know I was the one that found it, but uh, I know you have a a deep hatred for Bonnie Jones. Not a deep hatred. I've just never really liked him. (laughs) Uh, It kind of goes back to what we're talking to on... uh, the Patriots head coach, who what the fuck's his name? Gerard um, Mayo. Gerard Mayo, whining about fucking race. Yeah, and here we got uh, Bamani Jones making a big deal about it. Um, <clears throat> so this is the initial headline is failed HBO and ESPN host. <laughs> yeah, I fucking <laughs> love that. And and he does. He's just a race hustler. He's always whining about victimhood and all this shit. And um. So the quote here outkicks. I have not heard. So I, like I, I can't, I'm speaking out a little bit out of turn because I've never heard him say this. I'm just going off of the quotes off outkick. I didn't see this until just tonight. Uh, Zach was showing me, but he's saying uh, when I'm talking about these four guys in the AFC, it's three black dudes and Josh Allen. So yeah, I do think some people are going to give Josh Allen too many points because me and Dominique, Dominique Foxworth also talk all the time about the times in our lives that we all gave black dudes too many points. Why can't we just say there's three fucking quarterbacks, four right. fucking quarterbacks? Who gives a shit? Right. Why are we whining about this? Like, Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, he lost yeah. anyway. Like, let, let, let go. Yeah, he's already done. He already lost. <laughs> he already lost to the black guy. Oh, big deal. Who cares? I didn't give a shit. I saw th- four quarterbacks that I like to watch. Like, right. they're fun. And uh, Kermit Kermit gets a little annoying sometimes. He gets all the calls, but uh, (laughs) I do love me some Josh Josh Allen. He's a baller. I do like watching him. I enjoy watching him. Uh, But, yeah, who gives a shit? I don't really care. Why do we care about fucking race all the time? Right. Fucking frustrating. Back to the division. Too much division. Yeah, trying to divide everybody. Yep. Why can't we just all be football players? Why can't we be Be friends? friends? Why can't we be friends? I should never sing again. Um, I love you. <laughs> you love me. <laughs> what is that fucking Barney? That's a Barney song. That's a Barney song. Barney song yeah. I was thinking that was a fucking Barney. They're supposed to be bringing that back for the kids. Oh, <laughs> bringing the purple nothing, dinosaur back. Nothing all right. creepy but it, about a but, fucking but it's purple not a dude, dinosaur. It's not a dude in a suit. It's it's an animated series now. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> there are no pedophile now. Yeah, there's pedophiles behind the screen behind the <laughs> yeah. scenes. Yeah. You know, there's so many posts that I find that talk about pedophiles that are getting, um, they're finding, and a lot of them are involved in youth things. Of course they are. I know. I get that. I'm just saying we should maybe, 
I can compile them all and we can talk about them all. I didn't know if that was something we wanted to talk about on yeah, this we podcast. Could, we could do that. Could. I just didn't know if we want to make a. I don't know if we want to make a whole podcast about pedophilia, but well, uh, it's a big <laughs> thing. I mean, we could. We I mean, could it's, easily it's, fill it. It goes anywhere from from youth pastors to um, yeah people that were involved in. I can't think of them all right now, but some big things that well, came out against it and then find to be Crowder just had a big big uh deal he came out with on must have been yesterday morning i have not watched the episode yet but he broke some news on somebody in the government on a on a pedophile website or some shit i don't remember what it was but i have i'm gonna watch it and yeah. look into it well, well yeah. here in in town we had a, a priest way back early 2000s yeah. get in trouble for that yep you know the, the shit here oh, in our own not backyard government, not government sorry black rock manager yeah. Ooh, same shit. <laughs> I was still, there was a, he's part of the government. Yeah. yeah, there was a specific one I was trying to think of because he was involved in. I don't know. What it was. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, I don't want to get too. Deep they're all that way. They, they yeah, they're they're that way. Yeah. This next, anyway, yeah, this next clip. Uh, this is from the Dan Levitard show. We we're now just gonna keep bringing. Yeah, we're punching up every fucking time. Fuck Dan Levitard. Yeah. So this is in response to the clip we watched last week of. Sean Strickland's comments on the LGBTQ community. Mm. This is Michael Michael Ryan on the uh, Dan Levitard show. That is bullshit that we allow that. That it's is bullshit. bullshit. And we can't ignore it. And we should. If they're not gonna if there isn't gonna be a punitive measure, let's move on. Move the fuck on. But there can't be a punitive measure, Mike, if the person in charge doesn't feel anything in the way of pressure. Like, there has to be the outrage and the reaction to it. Now, I understand that the reaction these days to the outrage is to simply say, you're too sensitive. You want to cancel me. This isn't freedom, you being outraged by every little thing. But this kind so of speech wearing, is not a little thing. He's wearing a T-shirt that says, women go back in the kitchen. Well, like, what are we doing? Like, like that's not, well, we haven't even touched on that. That's hatred of 40 years ago. We kind of got past that. And now we're just rehashing it because there has been a change. And it's the same people that asked for politics to be kept out of sports and have introduced this vile hatred into it Pause while it being quick. platformed, while being legitimized. So he's fucking whining about this because the politics that are now in sports are fucking changing and he's no longer in charge of the fucking narrative. Right. That's a, that's a fucking sore loser. He's a fucking crybaby. Fuck him. I don't give a shit. And you whine about it. Dan Levitard, you fucking, he's such a bitch. Dan Levitard's <laughs> such a fucking bitch. And, As the do you have something else to say? No, I'm good. I'm just, <laughs> okay. just fucking president venting. of the United States sits next to Dana White, the head of their company, at, at, at big marquee events. It's just, as it's on ESPN, I asked Jimmy Pitaro, what are you, what gonads are you going to show me in this instance? Because that pay-per-view is on ESPN+. Plus. That is on ESPN+. Plus. And I know Disney is an inclusive company. I worked for it. You, you say nothing? You know what? You were right, Dan. I'll walk it back. End of the segment I had to, to, to change my mind on something. I'm glad you made, that, uh, made us play that video. Because while the UFC isn't going to do anything about it, I would challenge ESPN to make a public statement on this. Because that kind of hate is going over their airways. The Walt Disney Company. What, like, what? Are you a chicken shit? That you allow this. 
with impunity regularly, but it's never been this vile. The guy's wearing a t-shirt that says, women belong in the kitchen, a gun in every hand. Disney's a family company. Hell, Disney's a company. Take family out of it. This is revolting. You have that guy's last name on a pay-per-view. At the very least, cunt. Yeah, it's going to sell fucking shit ton. Yeah. That's what it's going to do. That dude, yeah. that dude is not a man. I that know, is so a fucking weak bitch of a Even when being. I used to listen he's to the Dan Levertard show, I thought man. it was funny. Well, that guy's, he's I hated feminine. him. He's a fucking feminine man. <clears throat> like, grow the fuck up. Yes, we need a goddamn gun in every fucking hand. The world would be a fucking safer place. Absolutely it would. <laughs> this is the most I've sworn in a long time, but no, this is it's okay. Oh my god, I can't. I don't. I probably should have watched that before we played this episode. <laughs> That's why I do this. Oh my god, to get your, to get your genuine reaction there, man. Well, such a fucking crybaby. You know it how to deal catches, with it? Huh? Go to the rage room. I should go to the rage room. Maybe put his fucking face on something. No, yeah. we need to sit here and talk about it. That's what we're here for. He. Uh, <laughs> it just it just catches me. So, it immediately catches me. All it, and it's it's always on the Stan Lebetard show, and we talked about it earlier on that last episode. As soon as the fucking narrative changes, they start whining about it. Yep. They're like, "Oh, these are the people that said we couldn't have politics. We but didn't they, want politics because you fucking held the narrative, and now the narrative changed. Yep. Now you're trying to cancel the other people. Get fucked. Like we, yeah, we had a problem with it, and you guys fucking corrupted a large majority of young." Impressionable, human being, people. impressionable people and now people are sign finally realizing you fuckers have changed everything and it needs to fucking change and the shit they used to say about race and covid and everything else yeah. was way worse than anything this guy said absolutely in yeah. my opinion oh yeah yeah 100 yeah strickland and strickland was in a fucking goddamn not a free country under a goddamn um uh fidel castro son dictator you know, it, it oh. and it goes back to free speech. There are women out there that would that would appreciate that shirt. Yeah, get back in the kitchen. Who gives? Yeah, a fuck? some of them are asking to. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? Why Stop do I have to the, work? Yeah, why do I have to work? It's too <laughs> I would much love money. to just go back and and do the home stuff. Like, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people like that. Absolutely, I see it all the time. <laughs> Even Kai sometimes is like, God, if I could cook better, I <laughs> I would love to just go back. Well, she loves her job, but. Yeah, she's she's kind of but in she's a job in a like different that. type of job. Yeah. She's she's not she's, going to a. She's in a in a gender affirming role, right? I mean, women are designed to be caregivers, to be nurturing, to right. be that type of stuff. Men think logically, women think emotionally. It's it's just human nature. There might be a few exceptions here and there, but it stop fighting nature, right? Like, we stop this shit then shit'll be a little bit better um and and just fucking victimhood i'm tired of fucking victimhood <laughs> just <sighs> anyway you good we're hey, good Vance, you'd make a great housewife <laughs> all right i'll even bring that up <laughs> all right you want i didn't watch this um no, this is so. This is our. This kind of goes along with this victimhood and DNA and me. And huh? DNA and me. We're we're gonna get uh, Zach's live reaction to another South Park clip. I love bringing <laughs> South Park to Zach one clip at a time. One clip at a time. Wouldn't you like to know the story of you? What makes you you? 
DNA and Me is a genetic service that can help you find out exactly who your ancestors were. You might be surprised. I thought I was just a standard white guy, but DNA and Me showed that I'm actually 4.2% Cherokee Indian. <laughs> Turns out I'm not totally white. I'm also part Northern Asian and even some Kurdish. I'm a victim of oppression. I used to get in trouble for always using the N-word. But with DNA and me, I found out that I'm 2.1% black. <laughs> Morning, Steve. Stop, nigga. <laughs> the test is easy. Simply swab the inside of your mouth and send it into our labs. People made fun of me for being French. DNA and me showed I was 8% Navajo. Nobody's making fun of me now or my people who are victims. I'm 13% victim. I'm 21% victim. Order now and find out if your friends should be more sympathetic Dude. towards you. DNA and me. Are you in? It's coming to that. Don't keep it's, playing that. Stop oh. that. Get back. Hell f***ing yes, I'm in. <laughs> stop stopping <laughs> it before the clip. I thought it was over. Hell fucking yes, I'm um, in. <laughs> that's what it's coming That's, that's literally what it's coming to. Yeah. And that's an old clip. That's like two or three years old. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, that fit perfectly with the victimhood we were <laughs> talking funny. about. <clears throat> I did see a clip. Yeah, I think yesterday of a guy, he's a redhead, white guy. I was like, oh, yeah, I went to 23andMe and did the whole thing and got it back. God, it was a fucking waste of money. I found out I was 100% from Ireland. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's funny. <laughs> DNA and me. I'm 4% victim. Are you in? Hell fucking yes! But that's I'm literally in. what it's coming to. I've seen I've seen posts on TikTok that like I did the twenty three and me, and I'm I'm whatever percent this. I need to get my reparations. Yeah, fuck your reparations. <laughs> anyway, I just enjoyed bringing that to you. Yeah, here we go. All right, <laughs> I, had, I had nothing to you. I'm just one clip at a time. <laughs> I think good. that's gonna be a new segment. One South Park clip every week. There we we'll go. One. Can't wait. Here is the. Uh, <laughs> So this is Dana White kind of going back to what Michael Ryan was talking about, um, his reaction to the speech. Like, you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about you know, what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. That's the first thing that caught my ear. It's like, I don't give anybody a leash. What do you mean <laughs> leash? Yeah. Well, I'm saying you a leash. I'm st like free speech. When, control what people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people. I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. <laughs> what is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on though. Yeah, uh, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> it's ridiculous to it's say I give somebody ridiculous. a leash. Free speech. Brother, people can say whatever they want and they can believe whatever they want. I love that. Yeah. It's the best way to handle that. A leash. That. What do you mean Absolutely. a leash? Yeah. It's, it's stand behind them. Let them say they what call, they need Call them out. And so you got him saying that and it's his company. Yeah. And then you got Michael Ryan sitting there. Well, like, that's we what he, need to fucking have the ESPN needs yeah. to do a statement. Blah, blah, blah. Because he's whining about, he did whine about fucking Dana White not dealing with it. And because of that clip, that probably pissed him off just as much as fucking Strickland. Doing what Strickland was saying. By honoring our system? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking I mean, free right? speech. <clears throat> no. Again, we said last week we weren't all for everything that he said. Strickland? 
but were he, for what he said. Yeah. Like, in a way. For him being able to say it. He, he, he did take it a step too far. Yeah, we said that. You said that. You were yeah, the first that. one to say that. Yeah, I said, yeah. I said he, he, was, he was harsh in what he said. He, he probably um, could have dialed it back a little bit. Yeah. But I'm, it I'm, needed to be said. I don't give a shit what he said. Like, I'm not going to say you can't say that. Like, yeah. I just if, don't understand. Right. You, you have the right to feel however you want. Yeah. Stop whining about it. Like, the, if you don't like it, debate the idea, not the fact that he said Go it. move to China or Russia. That's what pisses me off about Mike or Michael Ryan. That's what Michael pisses, Ryan Michael, Ruiz. What pisses me off about what he was saying is he was not offering an alternative argument. He was just saying, fucking don't let him speak. Right. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Have an alternate argument, and then maybe it's all right. Right. Like, I'm not going to say, as stupid as you sound, because you sound like a fucking moron, I'm not going to say you can't speak. I'm just right. going to say, you're a fucking moron. Right. Like, you need can to I have open. a rebuttal to not have anything to say back to it? Just say, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't say that. Shit. Somebody needs to do something about this. Yeah. You need to be able to have that open line of communication and say how you feel. You can't just sit there and go, hey, this is how it is. Oh, wait, you can't disagree with me. As soon as you do, I'm emotionally getting involved and all the facts go out the window. Yeah. Like, it's fucking retarded. This podcast would never work <laughs> if Vance and I, if one of us disagreed and just had to walk away, we wouldn't have a podcast. No. <laughs> We've had our arguments. It's like one of those things, like, no, have a rebuttal yeah. or give up. Yeah. Or or just That's my like, thing. You know have what? my change. Change somebody's mind. Change their mind. Change his mind. The, the right. important thing is you have to have an open mind and be able to see where other people are coming from because their experiences lead to their upbringing and their thought process. Yeah. So they lived a different life than you. Be open-minded. And and then talk and I, about I still and think some of that's learn new shit. Is a mental uh I'm not going to call it a disease, but I still think some of that's a mental problem. What uh, what Strickland was talking about. So I mean, yeah, oh, I, the, I still think it it's, it's a mental it's a mental disease. I problem. mean, how many years ago? Uh, yeah, it's a mental disease. You know, some people, yeah, it may be legitimate. But and I get there's to kinks too. Like back when it was drag, it was like they just liked to wear women's clothes and take and them it back. A, but if you're going to be transgender, cut the fucker off and go full in. Be a woman when you're yeah, of age. You're gonna, just don't, when, when, when you're, you're of age. age. When you're of age, don't do it in middle school because yeah. you don't know what the fuck you're. Don't yeah. think. Don't be Eric Cartman hey. putting a bow on your head and calling yourself <laughs> transgender. If, if so you go <laughs> to the women's bathroom, if you if you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't do all these things because your brain's not fully developed yet. You shouldn't be allowed to pump fucking hormones into your body. Right. This kind of has to go back to what we just talked about. On a, we just recorded another podcast that's coming out next week with our next guest, and he talked about um, doing, uh, being involved in substances at a young age. Your brain's not Very ready for age. it. And we, we didn't probably dive into that as much as we could have. but Yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking on this side of it is like, and he kind of touched on it a little bit. Like he went through some tragedy at a really young age, and it's hard time, hard to deal with that. And then, uh, and see, so it's super hard to deal. How how does this person? How at that age can you deal with cutting your balls off or changing your puberty blockers or mm -hmm. cutting your chest off? I, the mental health thing is where we need to invest the money, not into the whole transgender pushing shit on kids. Yeah, but I'm also yeah. against therapy a little bit too, so well, that's I'm tough. a little bit. I don't... It, not against it. I just don't know. It didn't work for me. Let's well, put it that way. 
everybody has different things, right? right? But you have to find an outlet. Right. So, and like this, you can consider this therapy, just talking with your buddies, getting, you gotta, yeah, you find oh, getting your feelings therapy. out. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, there's a stigma to going to a therapist because some of them are fucking retarded. Well, yeah, some it, was, of them it wasn't really the good. stigma. It was the... Uh, but they all, they they want to go by a book, and we talked about that with right, Jose. Right, right. They want to follow just a certain guideline. This is what you got to do for this. this. Is what you got to do for this. And well, maybe time, no, we need to work yeah. it. Everybody's a little bit different. You you need to analyze the person because everybody's different. <clears throat> yeah. If you go off of a book, you're going off of a narrative that somebody's trying to control. Yeah. I, I mean, think they try to go off the person. It's just if you start bringing in alcohol or things like that, they go straight to the book. Well, and there's oh, and every, everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody has personal histories with how they grew up that they, infl- you know, the therapist is putting that on the people that are talking. That, that affects their diagnosis and all that other stuff that they have. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. I feel pretty strongly about that kind of stuff. I've Therapy? always been. Yeah. Like I, it works are for you, some Are people. you a proponent of it? I think it works in certain cases, but I'm also a big, I have a lot of feelings about like this. Mm-hmm. Being a good outlet for people. As long you as know. the people you're doing it with don't use it against you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've had if, that. If, if you know, he's saying this right here could yeah. be ther- considered therapy. Go us it, talking? He's yeah. saying therapy. Us, us talking. Therapy is not specifically going to a therapist. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Going I'm, out to a golf You could course. go golf by yourself and that could be considered <clears throat> right, therapy. Right. Which yeah. I consider that during the summer. I go golf by myself and I just clear my mind, listen to music. Oh, I get the, yeah, yeah. I get what yeah. you're saying. I'm just saying. I enjoy doing this with you guys. Yeah. But I also know that I've had times in the past where we're just sitting around having drinks and and I'll divulge some things that I'm looking for some feedback on and then that shit gets used against me later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, you gotta know, you, you gotta guys, know you guys won't do that. You, I don't know you that well yet. We'll oh. find out. <laughs> but I know Vance won't use it against me. So you say something dumb, I might call you it for a <laughs> well, while. That's but different. That's I mean, different. That's if you tell me you're a fucking Bears fan, I'm probably yeah. gonna hold that against that's you. That's different. That's different. <laughs> we, we we have that bonding. Yeah. It uh uh, and I've kind of, I've been really big. I don't know how to like divulge. And I try this every time, how to divulge how I feel about mental issues. Like I feel like I understand. I, I Everybody's gone through like darkness or sadness or something. It, it just, it's a way of life. I just feel like everybody has a willpower. You just have to make yourself better than it. You have to be stronger than it. Yeah, you got to find it and you got to find that click moment. Yeah. We talked about that in the, in the podcast we just recorded. You got to find that click moment like Danny found with his $60 shot. Yeah. <laughs> I found with just, you know, not wanting to be in the drunk state that I was Yeah, type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just. I, you know, I was in that spot till I met my wife. So, I mean, there's. If you want to talk about that, go for it. I, uh, I mean. It's up to you. Your call. I don't know. Everybody goes through dark stuff like you were saying, you know, and I lived a pretty comfortable I don't know if you were liberal, you'd say white privileged life, <laughs> but you know, I, uh, you, I, mean you had a mom and a dad. I, I have a mom and a dad that are still together. <laughs> They're, you know, the, uh, what do you call that? The nuclear family. Nuclear family. You don't yeah. even need them that they're still together, but a mom and a dad yeah. influence is huge. Yeah. And they were very Whether active. Whether that's biological dad or whatever, married yeah. dad or whatever. But yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, they're very active and family oriented. You know, so it was very sheltered, you know, safe place. But then a buddy in high school killed himself. And that was one of those things where 
my parents were off doing their own thing. They were camping with my aunt and uncle, you know, having that we were old enough. We were in high school. I was 17 years old. My brother was out of, out of the house and we were all kind of on our own. Well, they're all gone that weekend. And then I was visiting my sister because she was watching my nephew because um, we were helping raise him for a while. Um, but we spent the day together. And then uh, that night's the night that he killed himself. So I got woke up from his mom calling me from his phone. That's pretty rough. Yeah. But, That's a tough experience to go through for sure. <clears throat> But, you know, our friends, we all got together. That helped. Um, but it was pretty much go, go, go that whole day trying to, like, never had time to process anything. And then finally my mom and my sister picked me up, and that's when everything kind of shut down. And I, like, I don't know, just started bawling. Just, yeah. I, it uh, crashed. I, I hate to speak ill of the dead, obviously, no matter what. But I've always had a... It's always been my belief that uh, killing yourself is not not good. No, and it's it's inexcusable and unforgivable in my opinion. Yeah, is the way I look at it. I don't care what you're going through. It's the most selfish thing someone can do. Yeah, yeah we just talked about that because you're damaging somebody else. Vance and I just talked about that on <clears throat> Friday. Now, did I, we talk about that? Yeah, I told you why I don't own a gun. Oh yeah, yeah we did talk about that. Yeah, I forgot we were drinking. We were. <laughs> But no, I remember. Yeah, I remember having that conversation. Hey, we we oh, got yeah, guns we, got brought we up. We wanted to talk about that sometime. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we forgot. We won't about get that. too far into it, but yeah. there's there's a reason why I don't own a gun yet in my life. Yeah, I grew up around them, been around them, shot them, whatever. Um, but during the times where I was heavily drinking, I had contemplations of, oh, do I really need to be around? Is this worth sticking around for? Blah blah blah. Or is it just easier to end it all? Right. So the reasoning was I just I never wanted to have easy access to something that could do it. Yeah. Right? So as that that is the short story of why I don't own a gun at this point in time. I could own one now, but you know, four or five years ago would have been a, a different, different story. story. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, you know, and that's just the thing. Everybody hits that low point and that's when I kind of spiraled out of control for a while. But we'll talk about that probably at a later that's fine. Later but again, day. it goes into just being stronger than it. Like yeah. it, it's, it's, a, it's yeah, a your brain is a powerful muscle, but you also, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Christian. I've always have been, I believe your soul is powerful, more powerful than your brain. I've, I've always built that, believe that way. So I believe that there's a, there's a strong, stronger muscle that you can overpower that shit Yeah, and you just got to do it. I mean, it's miserable. It could be tough, but <clears throat> nothing worth having is easy. No. And it, it just isn't. There's 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 part of that where uh, I I could go a long ways into this whole story, but uh it's a big reason why I change like I'm still Catholic, um, but I have a lot of issues. Um I, I question a lot more now. Yeah. Especially because they tell you, you know they tell you about forgiveness, all this stuff, right? But then if somebody gets to this really low point and they decide to make this selfish this decision, then they're not allowed in heaven. They're not allowed, you know, they're going straight to hell. They say. And it's, how do you know that? Yeah. You, you believe that that's fine. You can say you believe, but you can't tell me that that's what happens. Yeah. 
because you can judge the rest of his life. That's not for you. There's only right. one person. It's not your judge. It's no. Nope. In my, I believe that it's not our judgment. Yeah, it's else's, it's any but. You know. I do, I do, I I hate suicide. Yeah, with a it, passion. It ruins. I, I don't think it's a good thing. It it affects and I don't, so many more people. I know it sounds terrible to say. It sounds like I'm heartless, but I'm not. It's I'm trying to tell people like I don't give a fuck how hard it is. It's harder on the people that you. Right. Yeah. It's harder on them that, pain, that you just did that to them. The a thing that's that what I, I read, thought about too. The thing that I read was a while back was that the pain that you're feeling instead of, you know, reaching out and getting help transfers. And you project it on other people. Project to multiple it people. to everybody. Right. Yeah. Because even though you feel like nobody's there, there's a They're huge, there and didn't know. Yeah. Right. They, right. they were completely oblivious. Right. And that's on other people to look out for. Mine. Like we talked about that with John. John was talked about like his goal in life is just be nicer to everybody. Yeah. And that's something that, uh, that's something I try to do every day. I really, I, that's the biggest thing I took out of that conversation is the way he talked about that. Like the way his daughter <clears throat> just was nice to everybody. He said, it doesn't matter what it is. Just I don't know be if nice you, you listened to that one yet. I John, John Houseman. He, uh, he lost his daughter recently last year. I think is what it was. Uh, yeah. Something like that. I don't remember his outlook on it. You'll have to go listen to it. his outlook on it is something I've never really heard. No, put, it was, put that it was kind of crazy the way he talked about it. I yeah. I really enjoyed it, honestly. It, yeah. Makes Just you think nice about it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Holding doors. So something I, you know, holding doors, saying thank you. Which that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the holding the doors and to me is a, I've never had an issue with that because that's kind of a, that's a Midwestern. That's well, I never have thing. an issue with it. Some people do. No, yeah. I know. But you know I, mean, I mean, like, I look at it as the other way, like the people that I know I don't, I wouldn't get along with being nice to those oh, people. Oh, yeah. I, I see That's that the too. way I look I'm at the it. Same like, way. That's different yeah. to me where I need to work harder at that yeah, as yeah. opposed to yeah. I pretty much hold doors for yeah. like, every, just kind every, of my, yeah, I hold them too long. Have you seen the Char- Charlie Barron's? They're like, they're like 30 yards yeah. away and I'm still holding the door. Do you ever see <laughs> So Charlie Barron's did one? He's like the Midwestern thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's holding the door to the quick stop and he's like, Guys, like you coming in? Oh, I just—he's coming down the street right now. Are you sure he's coming in? Ah, I'd be better safe than sorry. I'll just stand here and hold. That's the door about for me. Him. That's yeah. about what I do in the middle time. of a snowstorm yeah. going to the gas station. See, yeah, and every, everybody's going through shit, man. So yeah. just be respectful. Yeah, right. Yeah, and reach out if you got problems. Got to reach out. There's, you got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. finding I mean, the right people to talk to is the big thing. Again, I don't know if a therapist is always the right answer, but they can be. If you don't have anybody else. I don't think yeah. you need a therapist. It's therapy. Find your therapy. Yeah, find your therapy. But yeah, it's hard. When you're in that state, it's hard to find what your therapy is. Gotcha. At some points, you think it's alcohol. At some points, you think it's... We talked about that on our previous podcast. Yeah. I mean, you found... He was trying so to... So, you got to find the right... Change your finding the right therapy. But yeah. sometimes, you don't know what that is until you come across it. But, I, again, it goes into... I look at it as... Fail. Fail. Failure is not a bad thing. We don't That's talk about that enough on either podcast, that failing is, I think you need to fail all the time. Yeah. That's, if you're not where failing, you you're not growing. Yeah. yeah. That's where you learn. Yeah. I, I fail yeah, every we day. Don't, we don't really talk about that. But we should. Kind of it should be something we should. And we also didn't talk about balance on the last podcast. That's the only time. That's, balance was not brought up, was no, it? it wasn't. Oh, God. <clears throat> Times are changing in yeah. the touching base body world. <laughs> all right. Tangent over, unless you got something to add to that. Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Here you go. 
Uh, we can just watch this. This is f- fucking Joy Reid being Joy Reid. <laughs> um, this is uh, a co-founder of Moms for Liberty. Um, extremely smart woman. Uh, I thought this would be a good thing for people to hear. Um, she went on MSDNC, also known as MSNBC, <laughs> um, and Joy Reid having a meltdown about her pushing back and... She still looks like Simple Jack. <laughs> you think that's a wig or? That's got to be. Um, <clears throat> I can't read good. <laughs> All right, that's a little she's, uh, she's talking about, Joy Reid has a problem with moms caring about what's going on in their children's lives. And more moms, this Moms for Liberty thing is a really good thing. I think more women need to look into it. Um, uh, moms need to be more involved in what their kids are being taught and shit like that. What is booklooks.com? I'm aware of a website called booklooks.com where parents can go and see some of the books that other parents are concerned about. Booklooks.com has been used in Florida extensively in counties like, I used to live in Broward County, I lived there for 14 years. Okay. In counties like Broward, counties like Clay, counties like Escambia, Moms for Liberty activists are using booklooks.com. And it's essentially a cliff notes for books. So you go through without even having to read the book. I'm gonna just hold it up so our audience can see what it looks like. This is the one for All Boys Aren't Blue, which is one of the books Moms for Liberty has Everyone should go and see the content in this book. That's such a good idea. And so what happens is you can do keyword (laughs) searches and find certain keywords. Like rape. You can find keywords. Or anal rape or dildo. You can find all sorts of keywords. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish my question. I'm going to give you time to answer, but I got to ask you first. No, yeah, I got And so what you find is the keywords that you find, the words like you just used, and you'll get out of context passages from the book. And then based on that, Moms for Liberty members are going to places like Broward County mm-hmm. School Board meetings, reading out of past, out of context passages from these books, and then demanding that the school board remove them. So what's that the is the way. Yeah. The, the question I'm asking is, what is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't uh-huh. appropriate for students to read? What, what is a, your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm going to answer Please for do. you. Um, in what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just let, I mean, that's my question mm-hmm. to you. What is... <laughs> Facts like who gives a fuck about context? Right. These are elementary kids. They don't I, I need to hear this, like, this shit. But it's out of context. Blah blah blah. blah. It kind of goes back to what Strickland Doesn't matter was. with the context. And if we're talking about strap on dildos and fucking children, like they don't need to. Hear we don't that need from that a in the grade school. I don't need some purple haired teacher to be teaching. I don't have kids, but I don't need some purple haired teacher to be teaching my kids that shit. Exposing them early. It's all part of an agenda. Yeah. All I got. Absolutely. Say. It's you. You introduce it. Slowly, and then it's, it's, people get more okay with it. It's, and I get that it's also that what they're trying to do is they're trying to open. It's trying pedophilia. To, it yeah. is, but you got to see. Look, we got, I'm not saying that I'm anywhere for this. <laughs> I'm just trying to say the other side, right? Yeah. No, they are trying to get them just into get this pedophilia. So like, but if there are kids out there that are experiencing something like this and don't know what to say about it, and they hear about it at school, that's what they're trying. Some of them are trying to go for on some of this stuff. I understand. That it's not okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's no, a better way but there to handle has to be that. Two, there has to be two sides of a story. And I'm just trying to get it out there. Because there are probably kids out there that are getting. You just made Joy Reed's argument 10 times better than she fucking could. I yeah. know. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I'm trying to say. 
is like there is there and is other sides to the story because there, there are kids MSDNC. there are kids out there that are having issues like this. Yeah, it's happening, and oh. they don't know how to speak on it. But there are different ways than just a fucking book. But to so, talk about it, yeah. So her argument to make them read a book about it, right? You know that that segment went on longer. Her argument is it just can't be in the fucking public school. Put it in the library. And they can go to the library and get it. The public library, the the non school library. Right. You can get it there. Just stop having it in the fucking classroom. Right. Like I, I completely yeah. agree with that. I'm just trying to give you guys the other side of the. The that's spectrum. what she, that's what the moms of liberty was saying. Like, yeah. no, I'm not saying ban it altogether. Right. Just not yeah. in school. Right. Yeah, the book. There's nothing wrong with writing whatever book you want. Really. Again, I mean, I it's, free speech. it's probably a it's true free fucking speech, story. Right. You is know? what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's <clears throat> so that book is the author's experience. Yeah. See. So I mean, the oh, not all boys. But we, we don't. We don't need to be talking about dildos in school. No. Just. Or rape. Don't be yeah, teaching I mean, kids how to give oral sex in school. That too. Should probably talk about rape a little bit in the context of people getting raped. Well, yeah. How to I mean, that's go, that goes with age. like sex. That goes age, with like right? sex ed, right? Like, but nowadays it could happen to anybody. It was happening back then too, but people are more aware now. You can't hide it as well with all the yeah. I, they're trying to get them used to. There's a there's a TV show. I get what you guys are trying to say. I'm just I'm they're trying, just trying to normalize to, pedophilia yeah. is what they're trying to do. I, I know. I get that. I'm just trying to see it from the other side too because I, I if something's happening to Christian at school or any other person in his life, I want him to know that he, he can come talk to me about it. Yeah, yeah. type of thing. Yeah, you know, 100%. and some kids don't have that from their parents. Yeah, they feel like there's going to be. There's some just sort of other ways to go about it than things. talking about a strap on dildo at school. Yeah. There's my argument. <laughs> I think we need to take a quick pause. All I right. gotta, I gotta empty the bladder. All right, all right, we're, we're back. I had to, I had to go empty the bladder. I had to do this one before. I knew Zach wasn't gonna make it to the end anyway, so I took one for no, the team. You, good job. Uh, I just wanted. To, I knew we were in between segments, and it'd be a really good spot to stop. So this one you found. I, don't I did. It's the Vigilant Fox, which I'm hoping a lot of you guys have gone and followed. They're the ones that do that post I was telling you about a couple weeks ago, like the 10 things you might have missed from the ma- or the mainstream media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a good one. That's them. This is one former former Obama advisor stunned CNN panel says it's better for Joe Biden to stay hidden. So we'll hear what they have to say. Are there yeah. going to be debates? It is, is going to be well, debates. I think that's an open question. If I, if I were Biden, I would, I would stay hidden. And I'll tell you why. Um, he doesn't inspire confidence, and he's not a great messenger for himself. He has done a tremendous job for this economy. Union mm. members, union. Wait, what? That's a that's a Democrat shill, Van Jones. Yeah, it's such a great economy. God I did damn, see though with the unions good. though. They, he got the car. He got the car unions backed him. Yeah, he because unions are Democrat that? voters. Can you explain that though? Why, because why, they why love the un- free shit. <clears throat> well, why are the unions backing you? Because they love free shit. Explain. Do you know? What's they, free shit? Uh, so like, like, incent- like, like incentives from they the want government? insurance for the rest of their fucking life. Yeah, handouts. Unions are not a good thing. Unions are they're bad. They they destroy companies. They destroy industries. Unions are not a good thing. Okay, and all Democrats love unions now. There was a time and a place 
That's what I'm saying. They, they, yeah, way back. From what when. I know, but of it's them, gotten worse. Yeah, they were for the workers, right? Yeah, that's how it they started. Are they now more way. for the companies? No, yeah. they are for the workers. Mm. But the, it's it's flipped it. So like the auto workers unions has like insurance for their children after they're dead, but for the rest of their life, like that goes into. I mean, why not go fight for that? Why not go fight for that from the company if the company's paying for it? Because the company doesn't fucking pay for it. We pay for it. The consumer pays for it. That's the fucking problem with unions. Unions don't realize the company doesn't eat that cost. The fuck? Who who thinks the cost is eaten by? It's eaten by the fucking employees or the consumers. McDonald's. Fucking paying $16 an hour. Do you think the fucking McDonald's is losing a fucking dime? No. no. They're not losing a fucking dime. The consumers are paying more for less amount of food. That's how that shit works. It's it's the most... People don't fucking put two and two together. It Companies don't lose the money. The money gets fucking passed on to us. Right. Vehicles also, go from $40,000 pickups to $100,000 pickups. I, I, I do have to add, don't round up. When you're checking out at a store and they want you to contribute to some charity, don't do it. Because what they do is they take all that money that you uh, gave. It's a tax write-off. And put it under their name, yeah. get a tax write-off, and then they get free shit. Right. I don't this. mind. So McDonald's, or uh, not McDonald's, uh, Hy-Vee does local. Well, that, that so they makes do, sense. Do, they do do local, and usually it's like 20 cents, so I don't give a fuck about that. Well, if, if it goes to something that, that you I did personally know. I the other day. At, at Ivy. Ivy, yeah. It's just easy for me. At, don't do it And I understand. I don't. I, I don't I've always been huge against that when they say, do you want to donate to blah, blah, blah? You're donating to it, and mine, like you're taking my money to donate in your name. Right. So yeah. no, I'd go donate it myself. Yeah. And then it's not... Yeah, so it's a tax write-off. I don't, I don't fault them for doing it, but I'm with you on that. Like, if it's not a local one, I don't, I don't generally do it. But uh, Hy-Vee is usually pretty good about who they're doing it for at certain times, and it's usually a local food bank or something. So yeah, yeah. And I know they do give, they do give food. So I'm guessing they don't actually give that money to the food bank. It's the money that it, they we'll buy the in. product with yeah. it. Probably is what the, the way well, see, I'm assuming. If it goes to your local community, that's fine. I don't. But if it's if you're going to a big company and you don't, you have no it, idea where it's going. Has no direct impact to anything. I'm a little worried about a lot of foundations anyway. I'm yeah. also big on Salvation Army over Goodwill. Yeah. Uh, Goodwill. <clears throat> Good uh, Salvation Army is like all basically. Is a real not for profit, whereas Goodwill is a for profit. Right. Lining one guy's pocket. <laughs> yeah, a few. Right. But yeah. Leaders have are racking up win after win. They should be put forward. Uh, there are clean energy executives in red states that are putting people to work and you know solar everything. They should like there's something wrong with this campaign where we're somehow expecting Joe Biden, who frankly hid during the last campaign. Just come out now and be Flash Gordon and save this his own campaign. I the people who are Flash benefiting <laughs> from the Biden economy and they exist should be empowered to speak. Boy, I gotta wait, wait, I gotta disagree with that. I mean, okay. we I think in 2019 and 2020 there were there were doubts about whether Biden was the guy who could take on Trump and win. I think Biden ran a very disciplined campaign. I think you know it, it, the sort of oh he hid in the basement. Well, remember we were in the midst of a global pandemic. We were in the midst of a once in a generation crisis, and frankly, the way Joe Biden handled it 
was reassuring to people and was a big part of the reason that he was elected president in 2020 because the the contrast with Trump and Trump's chaos and Trump's inability to handle this crisis that came down the pike when he was president you know it showed people that but Joe he, Biden well, was the right choice Biden, so the idea that the Biden won in spite of himself I that's saying, not borne out by I, me. the crisis that was planned for that reason no what <laughs> and yes uh Biden did win in spite of himself Absolutely, one in spite of himself. Maybe yeah, a lot of the, lot of dead voters. How, how does a guy not campaign at all and get more votes than Obama? How many can we get a bit of pressure? That's why. You're talking about. I like the way the water goes <laughs> on my legs, and then the kid rubs up against me. Yeah, that fucking comment. The craziest thing is that Trump Trump's not campaigning a whole heck of a lot right now. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. That was the greatest shit ever. I can't believe he said that. Because even even the freaking CNN guy is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he went on fucking Breakfast Club and they didn't say shit about it. Like, you, you cucks. Fucking cucks. Oh, my God. Hey, oh, anyway. You, on that you want to talk about? You good? We're good on that. You need Joey, yeah, Joey, just, Joey B, you want to? Joey B. Oh, Joe Biden. Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah. Um, no, nah, we'll, we'll, we have got a whole year left to talk about Biden, so I'm good with Biden for in a minute. He's good content. <laughs> We're going to talk about him a little bit later, too. So <laughs> This next clip is uh, Ron DeSantis bowing out of the election and, and just giving his words. We'll listen to him. It's about four and a half minutes. Greetings from Florida. The warmth of being home is a reminder why I've chosen public service. From joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq, to representing the people in the U.S. Congress, and now serving as governor of Florida. And it reminds me why I decided to run for president, to fight for those who have been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion, or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending, or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination, or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border, and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded, our currency to be debased, our cities to crumble, and our kids to be indoctrinated. The DC elites who facilitated this mess do not care about you, and they do not work for you. They work for themselves. They seek to accumulate power at your expense to pursue an agenda that is harmful to the American people. Citizens do not serve politicians. It is the duty of politicians to serve you. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can in fact succeed again as a nation. 
Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all, that we had people volunteer to come to Iowa in the middle of a blizzard to knock on doors and make phone calls touched us dearly. No candidate had more thrown at him, but no candidate had so many committed volunteers and staff. Finally, I want to thank my wife, Casey, and our kids, Madison. He just goes on to talk about his family. And <clears throat> the first comment below it is now Trump can get back to going after Dems, including Nikki Haley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, th I think uh, I I've seen this bits and pieces of this speech a few times. I think this is the best speech he's given since he's announced that he was running for president. I would agree. Like mm -hmm. uh, he just happier. He's uh, like a late uh, weight's been lifted. I think he was taken advantage of by uh, some of the uniparty people and the never Trumpers and shit like that in the Republican uh, caucus and everything. And I think it's been really rough on him. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we can get back to getting after it. Uh, the one thing I will say, like him and Vivek have both suspended their campaign. They have not canceled it. Yep. So, and so they'll do that a lot of times to, uh, um, that way they can still get bills paid and shit like yeah. that. But I think it is this time it's a little bit different cause you never know what's going to happen with 93 counts. Eventually one of these corrupt motherfuckers are going to make it stick somehow and they don't know how that's going to play out. Yeah. Um, uh, Who's your thoughts on Trump's running mate? Who do you want? I've seen so, I've seen so who, do you who do I want? Yeah. I'd love Vivek. But it's not going to happen. I'm I would love DeSantis too. Any any one of those two. But I've also seen Sarah Huckabee as being Sarah his pick. Sounds I've the, seen Sons the biggest one I've heard. Car um, ben Carson? I don't like Ben Carson. I could see that happening, but I don't I don't that one doesn't really do anything for him. Um, and I don't think DeSantis would be a good pick. I don't, part of me wants DeSantis and Vivek, but I don't think that's a good move for him. I want them in a better position. Uh, I think DeSantis would be an absolutely brilliant attorney general. Mm -hmm. I think he'd clear that shit up. He was a JAG officer in the Navy. I mean, he's yeah, attorneys is like, I could have him. I attorney general, I could see him. I would love him. Cruz or Mike Lee, one of those three, but I would, Mike Cruz and or Mike Lee and Ted Cruz are in the Senate. We kind of need them there. 
Um, I'm sure Florida will be fine with what they've built down there with the the movement that he could leave Florida and Florida would still be in decent hands and we could get him and the attorney general tearing that shit up. Put Vivek somewhere in a cabinet just tearing shit up in other three-letter agencies and shit like that. Um, and then you got, I mean, you have three three dogs and you could, I mean, you could fix some shit fast. But I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be Sarah. Everything I've been hearing. That's what I've been saying. What it's probably going to be. What are your I, thoughts on that? I don't mind her. She's uh, she's loyal. She'd be a good one. Um, part of me would love uh, a Tulsi Gabbard. Would probably, if we we're going to go female vice president, that'd probably be my favorite. Um, I don't agree with a lot of Tulsi Gabbard stuff, but I think she would... She's already, yeah, I mean, she single-handedly ended um, <laughs> um, who the fuck's the vice president? Uh, <laughs> oh, knee down, bend down? Bend, bend um, down. <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> I don't understand why I'm drawing a blank right now. I, I know, Kamala what, I know what it is. Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala? No, I'm, I'm literally, I literally I wasn't getting good, through it, good. but I heard the knee down, bend down. Uh, but no, <laughs> Tulsi, Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard literally ended her presidential campaign in a debate. Yeah. So that would be a real fucking awesome vice president debate. I think either one of those two. <clears throat> um, Anybody is going to dominate uh, Kamala Harris in no, the I vice agree. president debate. <laughs> but they would be better in that position in the first place. Yes. We would actually see them speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do like Christy Nome too. I think Christy Nome would be a, she's a real possibility. Yeah. I th- I I'm assuming it's Christy Nome and Sarah, one of those two is who's going to be. Hmm. As a running Either mate. way, they they're, they're going to be on they'll, they'll be doing more things than knee down, bend down. <laughs> yeah. So has done. So he bat, he he suspended his campaign. Um <clears throat> last night was the New Hampshire primaries and Old Democrat Nikki Haley is still, still in it, and she lost the New Hampshire primary. Um, 29% of her voters were registered Republicans in the primary. <laughs> 71% were either Democrat or, because they have an open primary, Yeah, they were either Democrat or, uh, I don't know how they... How they worded it, independent or uh, undeclared, Let, undeclared, undeclared voters, undeclared. I think is what That's they called funny. it. But yeah, so I think their move, most of her money's coming from Democrat donors, and they're the Democrats' win-win move is uh, they're running Biden, and they are funding the fuck out of Nikki so she can keep collecting because she still get she got delegates last night. She's gonna get delegates at every in every she was state. Fun for being brown. Yeah, she but she's gonna keep co- collecting delegates. And they're hoping that something will happen and then yeah. she'll have a little bit of power come convention time to where they'll say, well, we're not dealing with Trump and his legal values or dilemma. Because that's what Democrats do. Democrats primary is a corrupt situation. They just they have super delegates and they decide whatever the fuck they want to do. So they're trying to do that through the Republican Party also. Hmm. Um, so that's why Bernie's been fucked out of it two years, two terms in a row or two cycles in a row. Right. Because they just took super delegates and said, "No, we're going to go this way." <clears throat> so they don't give a shit. Democrats don't care. They talk about democracy. 
They don't give a fuck what you vote. They don't care. They right. lie to you. They absolutely lie to you. So kind of wanted to bring that up. Well, it's true. At well, least the Democratic Party. They, they the, care what you vote. They just they they care that you vote Democrat. Yeah. And then That's they'll it. decide what Democrat they're going to put know, If you vote the other way, then they, then they don't care. <laughs> 5% harder for you. Yeah. Then they just have... If you vote Republican, they're just going to find two more dead people to vote Democrat. <laughs> Thanks for going back to that, finally. I said it way earlier. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about on the election? Nope. I, I, I'm good. We can, we're going to touch it pretty much every week, so we got plenty of time. On that. This is a post done by Colin Rugg. Um, this was a few days ago. The 22nd, so two days ago, a manhunt is currently underway um, who allegedly killed eight people and what the local police chief says is the worst crime scene he has ever seen. So we're going to listen to the police chief talk and then we'll, then we'll talk about it. At approximately 12.04 this afternoon, the Joliet Police Department was notified by the Will County Sheriff's Office of an incident here in the 2200 block of West Acres. This incident included several deceased persons in two separate residences. A total of seven people were found shot to death in these two locations. We are working very closely with our partners at the Will County Sheriff's Office to locate a suspect in this homicide. On behalf of the Joliet Police Department and the Will County Sheriff's Office, our hearts go out to the victims' families of this heinous crime. We will do everything in our power here at the Joliet Police Department to bring the person responsible for this to justice. We are currently looking for a suspect by the name of Romeo Nance. Nance is 23 years old. He's six foot two, 160 pounds. He's an African American male. His last known address was right here in the 2200 block. If you have any contact with this suspect, please contact your local authorities. Do not attempt to take this subject into custody on your own. Thank you. Hello everyone, uh, I'm Dan Jungles, Deputy Chief of the Will County Sheriff's Office. The Will County Sheriff's Office has been working this investigation since yesterday. Uh, when a shooting occurred in our jurisdiction at 5 uh, Pheasant Run Lane in unincorporated Joliet Township. Our officers responded to that resident or to, to that area uh, for a, uh, a person found uh, with blood coming out of his head. And um, upon deputy's arrival, they, they located a gunshot wound. He was transported uh, from that, from that uh, area to a local area hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. The, uh, the victim in our incident has been identified as Toasai Bakar, that's T-O-Y-O-S-I, first name, last name Bakar, B-A-K-A-R-E. He's 28 years old. He is originally from Nigeria and has been living in the uh, Will County area for the past three years. Uh, early on in this investigation, we were able to identify a uh, suspect vehicle to our uh, homicide. Uh, which coincided with a earlier shooting that happened in uh, Joliet uh, approximately 10 minutes prior to our report. 
We were able to locate uh, uh, various information on our suspect and, and search the area for this suspect vehicle. All attempts to locate the suspect have been negative at this time and uh, the Will County Sheriff's Office is seeking the public help along with the Joliet Police Department in locating this, sub, uh, this suspect. Um, at this time, uh, at, a, at approximately uh, 12 p.m., or I'm sorry, 12 a.m. early today, our officers uh, set up surveillance in this area uh, in an attempt to locate the vehicle, which uh, yielded negative results. At approximately 8.45, um, I'm sorry, at approximately, uh, shortly before noon this morning, our officers then went to a residence, located blood outside of the residence and made entry where they found two deceased individuals. And that's when we contacted the, uh, the Joliet uh, Police Department regarding this incident. Outside of this, I hadn't seen much on this, but this is obviously seven eight person homicide <clears throat> yeah i haven't i mean i've heard a couple things about it but it wasn't on mainstream media just because of uh who the suspect was it doesn't fit a narrative into real gun violence and they didn't kill kids in a school so apparently it doesn't hurt gun control um, it's a suburb of chicago by the way oh Juliet. Juliet. yeah, yeah. Hmm. so yeah no i uh I, I don't know much into it other than what's going on here. I don't, I don't really know. Sounds That's, like it was uh, pretty brutal, though. Yeah. Gunshot wounds uh, to the head. Yeah, they did say it sounded Some like... Some were family members. Yeah, they sound like they're connected because they're all family. They think they're all related, all the victims or something. <clears throat> like. mm. So, and I haven't seen anything else um, beyond this, so I, I guess I didn't look in. I haven't been really paying attention to this story. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say on it other than anytime you see mainstream media um, not covering a mass homicide, there's usually a reason. Yeah, also seems could be gang gang related. Possibly, it's quite possible. With that many, that many hits. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that's definitely possible, especially around there. Just crazy, you know, with, with it being Chicago and they're saying it was one of the gruesome, one of the most gruesome things they'd seen. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they're using, so like most of the violence in Chicago would be like gang violence. Mm -hmm. So it's like shooting, it's uh, combat basically, whereas yeah. this would yeah. be a non-combatal thing. Right. So that's probably where they're at on that. Hmm. <clears throat> we'll, we'll follow that if there's more that comes out of it. Yeah, but. we'll keep looking into it. This is you, buddy. Oh, I just, uh, so I don't know if you knew, so um, Texas took over a certain part of the border as a border crossing. Yep. I don't know if you knew we've, about we've that. We've talked a little bit about it. Well, the Supreme Court ruled that the federal government has the right to remove that. Um, they didn't say that Texas couldn't put it back in or whatever, so Greg Abbott came out with a... I can't read this now, but he came out. He he did a statement this afternoon, um, basically calling out the government and um, explaining that his right and Texas's right to uh, ensure their borders supersedes any federal jurisdiction. Yeah, right to self defense, basically. Yep, basically, uh, I mean, uh, I hate to say it, but it's a it's a step towards civil war that Joe Biden's trying to wage. 
Yeah, because they, they've been the Texas officials have been keeping the federal government out <laughs> up until. Yep. Yeah. They had yeah, and they and they closed the border. So taking the razor wire off right. opens the border back up at that particular crossing. Right. Because the the federal border control is not fucking doing it. They're opening that part and not fucking doing anything. Right. And Texas said, "Fuck you. We are stopping illegal immigration that is uh, destroying our country and getting." It's a it's a disease that we're dealing with right now. So right, I just saw that. Um, you can look it up. He released a executive order statement, and uh, it'd be good for people to read through it. And yeah, just uh, go to Greg Abbott underscore TX on Twitter. You'll yep. find it. It's all over. You can find it anywhere you want to find it. But that's all I really wanted to. Put it out. It's a continuing thing. So we'll figure we'll uh it's just another step along the way. So yep. we'll see what happens. All right. This next one's you too, buddy. Um this one I oh uh so the Ohio Republicans of Ohio Congress, whatever, passed a bill earlier in the year that bans trans trans procedures on minors and also boys in girl sports um fake rhino real rhino i guess republican name only mike dewine vetoed that bill a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago and uh it just came out today that they over overrode the uh the governor's veto they revoted him with a supermajority super to override it. So that is uh, Congress in action and our political system the way it should be with checks and balances and stuff like that. So that's good news, uh, stopping minors from getting irreversible procedures done to them and keeping girls' sports safe like Title IX has always intended it to be done. So, Yeah, we've talked about girls' sports a lot, keeping men out of it. There are a lot of people that are keeping that from happening. There are women that are refusing to fight and things like that. Yeah. Which those are the sports they need to do that in. Which one? The fighting sports. Oh, yeah. Boxing, <laughs> MMA. Like, yeah. Well, uh, what's her fuck? Almost killed a girl. Right. In the UFC. So, right. Uh, Fallon Fox. <clears throat> I saw a thing the other day that <laughs> Leah Thomas was denied any kind of spot on trying to go for the Olympics and cried about good. it. Good. I agree. Good. I'm like just surpri- I'm surprised they go did to the it. men's get men's division and see if you can beat old Michael Phelps in their dumbass. We already knew she couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> she was like the hundred and eightieth ranked uh men's college uh college rated swimmer and she goes in number he goes number one in women's division. Yeah. So there was some what the fuck did I Oh John Daly. I just saw this earlier today. I was talking. We were driving home from uh, Lincoln, and I saw John Daly Daly had a quote on the LGBT or uh, the the trans golfing in the LPGA. LPGA. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard about this story. I I heard a little bit of it. Yeah. He said, "If I were to put on a skirt, I would have won. I'd win a hundred tournaments." If I put on it, I'd win a hundred tournaments. If I put on a skirt and called myself a tranny, 
And I don't know what else he said. He kind of went in. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my fucking God. Yep. This is my spirit animal. <laughs> and he would, too. He's just kind of calling out the absurdity. Um, but, yeah, that's crazy. Before you get into this, I got one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, I don't have it on there. But while I was in Denver, I did see a post uh, that KTIV News Channel 4 put on Facebook. And uh, I was going to bring it up. I always saved it. I never sent it. And then we didn't do it last week. And I know it's later now because our fucking temperatures are 50 degrees, 40. or They feel like 50, but it's really only 35. Yeah. But it's a big difference between <laughs> negative 20. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge, huge swing. Um, they did a story. Uh, Nebraskan brings horses inside house to get them out of the cold. Oh, yeah. You sent that. Did I send that to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had seen that story. I didn't know if you actually wanted to cover no, it. No, I, actually- I really want to. I want to bring this up. Uh, this goes into the P to people. This goes into people not understanding animals. Um, and it was below zero. It was miserably cold. Animals are, you, you get them out of the wind. The goal is to feed them. Feed is heat for them. Anytime you feed them, you feed them more because more energy creates heat for them. Right. And you keep them out of the wind. Their body's meant for it. And this whole, you got to bring fucking animal, your dog's inside. Yes, if your dog's an inside dog, it needs to be inside. If your dog's not an inside dog, leave the motherfucker outside, get him some shelter, just get him out of the wind. And that's basically what you do. Get us some sort of little house, a little bit of wind breaks. That's all it takes. Our dog, our farm dog, is not an inside dog. He's an outside dog. All summer, he's miserable. He fucking loves winter. Mm-hmm. And he's old and like, but he the most active he ever is is when it was this last week when I'm dying. We owe the, so, the same way. I'm so bundled mm-hmm. up and he just loves it. Like he's always running around. He just loves the cold weather. But animals are that way. And I get it. You you feel bad for them when it's cold. And they're, they don't move a lot because they're conserving energy and that's what they do. You bring horses into a, inside of a 70-degree house, all you're going to do is fucking risk that horse getting really sick and dying. Right. Because they can't regulate their temperature. They can't – they're not able to come in when it's at 70 degrees. The problem is you can't keep them in the house until it's fucking spring again. Right. Yeah. You're going to put it back out there when it's – yeah, it may not be negative zero or negative 10, but it's going to be 15, 20, right. and – that is that's a brutal shock for a horse like that that's not meant to that and it, it just what it really does is it makes and it, this story it it irked my it irked it really bothered me and it drove me crazy and it makes uh, this is clearly somebody that doesn't know anything about animals uh, they claim that they're a horse fucking person which uh, hobby hobby stalkers they don't they're not livestock producers so they don't really know um and they're their pets, you know. I'm sure these two horses are fucking pets. I don't really care. It's whatever. Um, but it makes the ag industry look bad. It makes us look either it misinforms somebody that doesn't understand and it makes them think that all of us should be doing that when they don't know or I don't really understand. I don't know how to explain completely what it does but it 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 it, it's a double-edged sword that it's not even it's it just screws you on both sides yeah the way it does and it makes it it makes everybody look bad and like the way they say it is uh kelly says the horses were scared when they first brought them inside the house no shit right you put it and they have pictures of these on some horses on hardwood flooring jesus 
<laughs> couple horses just sit in the fucking living room on hardwood floor. First off, your ho- your house is now ruined, and you can't keep those horses in there. They're going to shit. Like, I, I don't understand what her thoughts were on how long they're going to fucking keep them in there. Like, eventually, you have to take them back outside, and it's still going to be cold and brutal and miserable, and they can't regulate the temperature. Right. So now they're sweating inside the house. It means they're going to get their skin wet. Their skin skin's going to get wet. They're going to go back out where it's cold, and then they're going to get sick right. and probably die. Right. Your horses are probably fucking dead at right. this point. Like, it just... That's what people don't understand about this shit. Like, right. I get it. You get them out. You bring... So, like, baby calves. That's a, a calves, lambs. Anything that's a baby... They're obviously born wet, right? So you don't want them out in the cold when they're wet until they're dry. You give the mom, they they dry them by licking licking them. That's, that's how mothers and nature, they dry their calves or, or babies. Um, they dry them by licking them. So you give them a little chance to get that. But if they're not getting them dry, then you bring them into where it's warm and you can regulate that temperature. You warm them up, you dry them off, and you slowly bring them, you cool them off. Or they can get back outside and then you're you risk you you do it that way it's not ideal but it can be done right or you bring them into a barn um like we'll heat our calving barn when it's stupid cold and we're calving um so what we're doing is we're taking it from let's say it's 10 degrees in the barn we'll take it up to 30 degrees in the right. barn. Right. like you're not when you say heated barn it's not like stupid heated right like you just warm it up to where the frostbite isn't there. Right. And that's all you try to do. And like, I just wanted to bring that up. Cause that it's something that I know a lot of people don't really realize on the livestock side of it. And, um, inside dog, inside animals. Yes. Keep them inside when it's cold outside animals, leave them outside, <laughs> like get them out of the wind, get them yeah. out of the elements, um, make them comfortable. But I promise you it's better off for them. It's better off for everybody. And, uh, those two days, it was like negative, whatever it was, a week, like last weekend. We did put Leo in the laundry room. He hated it. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, trying I, to give him a little bit of a thing. But, it, you know, we keep our house about, I don't know, 64, 63. But he's a partly an inside dog, right? No. He's never He's inside? always been in the garage, oh. outside. But that's out of the elements. Right. I mean, that's a little bit I just felt that we different. should probably, if I, if I was bringing the... the the pop and the soda inside. It's time to. I might bring him in for. We like we we've now put him back in the garage, but yeah. yeah. And, but that's but he hated I mean, he hated being oh, in sure. there. They don't like it. It's it's hard on them when you they can't regulate that temperature. But yeah. I mean, he's jumping like our, in snow piles yeah. when it's fucking negative ten degrees. Like he like, I don't know. That's the way our dog is. Our dog loves the cold weather. Yeah. And yeah. I just kind of wanted to bring that up, and I know. I just wanted to get on my soapbox a little bit because this one, I remember seeing this. I was, it happened while I was in Denver, and I, I just I kind of forgot about it. And I was even going to say something again, and then we we're just sitting here, and it, it dawned in my head. And I was like, I really want to bring this up because I want people to realize that's that's life, that's human nature, or, that, or that's that's the nature of the world. Well, yeah, I mean, and yeah, some some shit dies. <laughs> yeah, even people used is. to live with just a fire. People like, die in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's homeless motherfuckers out there in Denver that were living somehow. So, yeah. and it was colder than shit. Yeah, I mean, there was a bunch that died the week we were out there, but some of them were living. They figured it out. You get out of the wind, you can make a lot of difference. And we we layer up. They have their layers built into their body. Right. Yeah. That's what their nature is built built for. I got so. I got a pit bull that won't go outside. 
to save his life right now. Like, yeah, it's too still, cold. Yeah, it's too cold. I like. Well, I, they don't have any fucking he's, hair. He, he's an indoor yeah, dog he, anyway. But like, my wife when he was a puppy bought him pajamas to go to wear outside. So yeah, he he's a puss. And that's fine if that's what they are. They, it, but he loves summertime outside the whole yeah. time. See, Leo wants it until he finally gets his feet start getting a little cold, rough, and then he's like doing the weird step trying to get back into the garage, <laughs> where he just sits down like I'm done. Yeah, he'll, he'll keep going, but he does like the weird like oh this hurts, oh this hurts. <laughs> I just can't stand seeing. I mean, I've grown up on a farm my entire life, and we've always had farm dogs that live outside, and I hate seeing these posts like, if you're cold, they're cold. Bring them inside. I'm not, not bringing true. that fucking dog in the house. That's that dog true. is... Especially if you got a breed. Like, Leo is meant for the cold. Yeah. Husky's meant but for the cold. But not even that. They're used to it. Right. Yeah. So you're changing their environment more than what Mother Nature... Yes, it's cold, but it's it's already cold. It's right. just getting a little bit colder. Right. Like mother nature is meant to do that type of stuff. Like they are built up for it. Like stop changing their environment. Extreme measures. Like we are a different breed. We can allow, we're used to that. We're built to where we can go hot, hot, cold, hot, cold. But even when we're going hot to cold, we're either putting a shit ton of layers on or we're taking a shit ton of layers off. Right. Animals don't have that ability in a short period of time. Right. They have to. They have to go through a spring. They have to go through a winter. They have to build that, that coat up right. or to, or shed that coat. So, yep. like I just people need to fucking get this through their head. And, and I will never, I will never feel bad about it. And it just drives me fucking crazy. So I just found this as we were sitting here. I I've seen might, this. I've seen you? this a few times. Yep. <clears throat> I thought you might want to look at it. Oh, talk I, about it. I've seen it. I love it. Go for it. Man, you go first. You brought it up. It's the 20- you already know what I'm going to say. Yeah. The 2023 college football first year coaching grades. Because uh, Matt, Matt Rule was trending. That's why I, I had to click on it. Oh, it, was, it was trending on, on on the X. And he got a, a B minus and Deion Sanders got a C plus. That was the whole thing that. That's what got about you. About the post. Yeah. It's absolutely true. He picked his own team and won four fucking games. <laughs> <laughs> and got fucking waxed. Yes. They beat us. They handle us. We're beaten by 30 next year, and they're still winning four games. 30, huh? Maybe not 30, but they're only going to win four games next year. Who's that? Who's Zach Arnett? It's his state. I, I'm i assuming. Mississippi M- State? I'm assuming Montana State, the way oh. that looks, but I don't okay. know. I, I honestly, I don't know yet. He's you have only to got a half. I don't know. It's got to, it's not Mississippi. I don't think that's a Mississippi State logo. It looks like a, it looks almost like a Grizz logo, but I don't really know for sure. It's weird. Anyway, who is it? You got it? It's not loading. Oh, oh. oh here we go. Uh, Mississippi State. Oh, oh shit. it is Mississippi, is Mississippi State. State. Mississippi State. It doesn't Fires. look like Damn. Mississippi State's logo, does well, it? I saw the colors and I was like, that's got to be Mississippi State. Well, Mississippi Which is State fired head coach. Zach Arnett. Yep. Oh, he got an um, F. He made one. He got an F and he got fired. He made, well, he got fired on November 13th, so he's been gone for a while. He oh. Made, he made, he's the only one with an F because he didn't finish the season. <laughs> Satterfield had a D. Scott Satterfield was Cincinnati. Yeah. What do we got? What's the next lowest? Is that we got Ryan Walters and Hugh Freeze at C-minuses. Yep. 
Yeah, Ryan Walters played like shit. So only person with an A was Jeff Brom. Yep, with Louisville, Louisville, in which he played. Their defense was brutal. It was. There's, there's only three grades with a with green, and yep. we're in there. So yep. Brent Brent Key, Jeff Brom, and <clears throat> head coach Matt Rule, HCMR baby, Rule Aid baby, seven and zero pre oh, walking into Ohio State, finishing ten and two. <laughs> I just gotta laugh every time you even remotely say anything. But you're probably gonna be right, and it's okay. I'm fine with it. It's okay. I'm. I don't I'm understand just, why. I, I just can't. So if you start low, it, it's just like a negotiate. I look at it as a negotiation. No, you're good. I, I, I always just start high so I can come down. I <laughs> just. I am I not allowed nine and three. I meant eight and two. Eight and I'm four. just not allowed to talk about it through the season, like while the game's happening. Why? Because every time I do, we lose. <laughs> we lose. Well, that's... or if I say, "Hey, somebody's going to win," they lose. So this I'm just got the root for the other people. <laughs> this is what it's going to be. You say that, and then they lose. <laughs> no. Anyway, I, no. I'm I'm excited for next year. I there's a lot of hope. I'm excited for. I have hope every year. Us yeah. winning the the NCAA tournament, so that's what I'm excited for right now. Basketball, basketball. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. I'm in the basketball season right now. <laughs> I just want to win one game in the tourney. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's all I want. I want to be able to watch us in March. I want to get us. I don't. <laughs> we got after get to the, St. Patty's. We though. have to get to the fucking <laughs> tournament. That's all I give a shit about. Like. I don't even care if we don't win a game. We got to get to the tournament. We are good enough to get to the tournament. There's no reason. I think we'll get to the tournament. I just I would like to win a game. But again, in the tournament. I thought we were going bowling and we went four in a row of losses. <laughs> like, <laughs> they well, could implode. I'm not saying they're going to, but I would. I at that point, I'm probably giving up on us ever I still, being good but at I still anything. I can't believe we weren't invited to. So what are the stipulations for that? Because there were like three or four teams that were invited that were five and whatever. Uh, so Minnesota did it based on they won based on GPA or some shit. That's how they oh, got so there. Oh, so just aren't smart? Uh, something. I don't understand <laughs> how what it, was? Yeah, it was. It was, GPA. it was something about GPA. That's why they, want, why they got it. Because mm. they were the number one. It was... It was something about highest GPA of the team. Because we, we would have had a more watched bowl game. Yes. They would have taken us over. Absolutely. Minnesota. But it, it had something to do with a v, uh, GPA or something. I do remember seeing that with the five and sevens, it was Minnesota. It was only Minnesota because of whatever. Hmm. Whatever the criteria was, they were the number one team. And I'm pretty certain it was GPA. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We're kind of coming to the tail end of this one. It's going to be another longer one. It's a good episode, though. Yeah, it's fun. Again, are you enjoying your time? Yeah, hundred percent. Good. You're you're going to be a lifer now. Are you are you in for the long haul? I think so. Good. Okay. It's a good. It's a good. uh, There's a three we're three men in it now. Yeah. It'll be fun. So we're we're two weeks out. Tentatively, knock on wood, to have in the studio. That'll be fun. Ryan will be running the board and uh, and all the videos and such. It might change a little. Yeah, I mean the the way we run might change a little bit. Might get a 
we'll see what Ryan does to us. We'll see if he's he's nice to us or if he fucks with us a little bit. We get a little surprises here and there, but we're okay with that. It could we be need, all right. We need could be fun. Yeah. Could, could be fun. We get a little surprise here and there. I think we talked about last week. We'll maybe add some segments with uh, add a couple episodes of reacting to videos that Ryan finds and yeah. things like that. Yep, <coughs> it'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited. Waiting. It'll be really nice once we're into it, like a a set a set permanent location. Then we're gonna we'll get our schedule down a little bit better from that point on. It'll yeah, because be until we have that, we're constrained by timing and office stuff hours like and, yeah. and your guys's hours and things like that um we are so vance and i will be at the land party february 2nd doing some interviews um if you guys have never heard of the land party it's a local gaming tournament they still have seats open right there's a lot of seats there's open a, still yeah so yeah we, we do you know of, all the games that you could you read off the games for yeah i can uh madden is one of them League of Legends, CSGO, so Counter-Strike 2, Apex Legends, Overwatch 2, we do a Minecraft build-off, I know I'm forgetting a few though, there's like eight games. And there's a schedule for all of them, right? Yeah, it's at NorfolkLandParty.com. There you go. No, I just wanted to... And we're also we'll give on, them a little shout out. We're also on Facebook. Uh, let's see if we can find it here. Oh, all right. I mean, if we had NBA Live 19, if you guys had NBA Live 19, I'd probably come play just by myself, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, it's just Nor- <laughs> Norfolk Land Party. So NorfolkLANparty.com. And then we're doing... Yeah, so Madden 2024, League of Legends, Rocket League. I forgot that one. Wow. Counter-Strike 2. Fortnite, Apex Legends, there's a Minecraft build-off for doing Valorant and Overwatch 2. And you're doing hmm. any, all pro- platforms? All Are these cross-platform cross games? Every game is all cross-platform except for League of Legends and Madden. I don't, I don't think I, Madden is cross-plat. I don't, not that I know. But, <clears throat> but we do, so if they can't play cross-plat, we put them on a console and they play each other. Oh, gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So but how do you, how do you... Uh, determine who goes to the con- the console that they're not used to. So it goes to the it goes to the console because the PC platform is significantly different than the console. No, but platform. I mean if uh say they're on one's on Xbox, one's on PS4, how do you do that? They can play each other. They can. It's a PC to console. It's PC to console that's different. Oh, so Xbox and PlayStation yeah, yeah, yeah. can play each other? So consoles can play each other. Oh, yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, It's just going from PC to... I think Madden might be with PC now. Is it, it is. It's just there's a different engine because yeah. you can do more on a PC than you can on... True, yeah. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, it's just different. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Uh, Yeah, so Madden's obviously one-on-one. League of Legends is 5v5. Rocket League's 3v3. Counter-Strike 2 is 5v5. Fortnite, we do a... Depends on the year. We've got a really good gamer that was sponsored by some people. He used to put on a custom lobby. Um, That didn't always go so well because he... Obviously, he won most of the tournaments, so we had to kind of tie his hand behind his back, and we went kill race out on the internet. So everybody goes out and gets as many kills as they can. 
because that makes it a little more even. Yeah. Then you're not playing against like it's like Christian's not playing against him at whatever level he's at. Yeah. He's playing against people his own level. Yeah. And trying to get as many kills as they can. And then Apex is three v three. Oh, it's trios out on battle royale. Same thing, kill race, and then you get the Minecraft build off, which I was a big proponent of putting in. I, I like Minecraft. Yeah, I play Minecraft to this day, and it's getting people in there to be creative. And they get, I think it's three hours to build whatever they want. Um, and also, any winners, so any of the first place prizes of any of these games get put into a raffle, like a a drawing, to win a thousand dollars. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Sponsored by Farm Bureau Financial Services, Zach Miller. <laughs> what, what's the, uh, is there like an age <clears throat> range for it? No, there's no requirement. And however old you want to be, you can enter in. I think it's, it's 30. It's, 30 open, it's open competition, though, for everybody. Open like, competition. There's no, there's, there's no, no age. There's no brackets. Um, it's just like your Fortnite and stuff. It's That's kind of handicapped, basically, by late, by level is what you're yeah, saying. Can be. So it's a handicap where it's like, you go to this level is going to keep competing against this level. Unless out. we decide to do it like we have in past years where they're all playing at each the land, yeah. each other. So then you have a guy who's, you know, highest level of the game. And then you got people that aren't. <laughs> yeah. You know. Gotcha. But, um, and you do this every year. We do it twice a year. Twice a year. Mm-hmm. So we do a winter and a summer. So we moved it back to February this year. We have been doing it in January. We're trying to get all the colleges in, you know, back in session. Yep. Get past some of the, you know, your holiday season and blah, blah, blah. Get past all the jitters. And then, so now we're doing Groundhog Day, so February 2nd and 3rd. And then in the summertime, we've tried to get past, like, all the county fairs that are close by. It's hard to miss yeah. one, right? Um, so it's, like, usually in August. I think, did, I think we did it in August, yeah, this last time. We try to hit hit it before school starts gotcha. or, like, right after school starts. But uh, we usually get about, you know, anywhere from 80 to 150 gamers, depending on if we get colleges in or not. Yeah. It's good It's good competition. You should come check it out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Should mix in Mortal Kombat and I'll jump in. It was actually talked about. So I'm like, if, if it's something you think that um, we could bring in people for, you can, uh, do you know, do you have Discord? I don't, I don't have Discord. I'll help you get on there because we have a, a, a Discord channel where people got to vote for the new games that came in because we had a point where like, like, if, I don't know if you guys noticed, Call of Duty, one of the biggest games out there yeah, is not, not on, on there. here. Yeah. It's been on there every year. We put a vote out because we were only getting a few teams, you know, teams that we always get all the time, but only like three or four. And we're like, okay, so we'll do a vote. Who's going to play what games? And now we got people coming like a, like two weeks ago, they're like, "Why isn't Call of Duty on here?" It's like we we did a vote at the end of the August tournament, and you yeah. guys didn't vote for it. Apparently, yeah, you know. So, hmm. yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good t- it's a two day event. It's nice, it's fun. Yeah, but we'll be down there. We'll be doing interviews with everybody. Not sure how we're gonna go about that. It's gonna be. I've been debating on going live for some of it. Yeah, yeah, because we'll have all that capability once we're down there. Yeah, we'll. Uh- We'll crank across that bridge. Because we'll, have, be fun my, to we'll get... have my wonderful big old PC in the case. We'll have, we'll have yeah. everything. So it'll be our first like real test run of using this with the rest of the equipment. With the rest of the stuff. It'll be fun. 
Yeah. Um, I'm excited to get like different competitors and different age ranges and um, give a voice out to to competitors and in, in their field and see what it is. I mean, I'm kind of a newbie coming to it, and I'm not competing in anything, but I'm just going to talk to people. It'll be fun. I think it's gonna be a great time. I think we're gonna get more. We're gonna get better interviews than we thought. I kind of thought about going and buying Madden and just like getting good just at playing it. for a week or two and see if I could just come. <laughs> yeah, get my donation and just lose my first. You game. should. You should just see what you happens. should try. You never know. I hate playing Madden. Hey, if oh. you do it, I'll do it. Madden. Oh, yeah. god damn it! Now I guess I'm doing it. There is thirty bucks for a seat. That's Until all I saw something that my like, kid will that, do it too. That price changes though. At some point, did you see when that happened? Yeah, so I think it's a week out now. Oh, okay. We used to do it. So if you go get them now, yep. Your go seat. get your go get your seats now. They're still open. They're still. Um, I wonder if it says here if it goes up. Probably not, because I think now it goes up to fifty bucks. It's it's fifty bucks at the door. So yeah. if you if you don't pre buy your seats, it's fifty bucks at the door. <clears throat> but there's still a whole bunch of seats open. Now this always happens every year. These will fill up by next week. Really? Yeah. Yep. Where's yours? I'm over here. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we'll actually be so like you haven't been in there yet, obviously, oh. but we'll be actually behind all these tables back here. I'm gonna okay. set up way behind everybody, so we have like our own little corner, and that's where you'll play from. I think so because we're gonna use my PC to do all this stuff because gotcha. I wanted I want to do a full test run to see how it works to see how it's gonna work at the house. So we'll, I'm going to hook up all the equipment. We'll have a big old table, all the chairs, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Perfect. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So other than that, uh, again, we're going to always say this. We don't say it on touching base a lot. We probably should at some point in time, but like go out, share, share every episode you like, yeah. comment on the posts. Yeah. Again, like we said, if we're, and you're not going to agree with everything. And I don't I don't want you to agree with everything. I want you to think on your own. That's the way I'm I'm very vocal about what I say and I I don't care like I'm I'm not going to apologize for what I say and uh stuff like that. And I may get out of pocket every once in a while just like we talked about Sean Strickland Strickland earlier and I got maybe just a little bit out of pocket. But that's what I want people to do. Stop being afraid. If you have an opinion, Voice it to people. Stop being afraid that somebody's going to cancel you or somebody's going to do this, somebody's going to do that. Or they're going to get mad at you. They're going to get mad. Who gives a shit? Um, and and do some critical thinking. And we're going to continue to try to bring you stuff that may you may have heard of, maybe you didn't. Uh, maybe you got a fresh opinion from us. Maybe you got a fresh take from us. Um, and argue with us. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, I'm, we're open-minded. We want to hear your opinions. Yeah, we, we had I, our I first... may or may not um, engage. Uh, if you are a Jordan Love fan, probably he, not going to engage with you. He can be kind of a pussy you, sometimes. But... It's okay. <laughs> Vance doesn't always engage. It's all right. That's the only Packer it's that usually, I care it's for. It's usually for the other Jordan people's Love. benefit. That's the only one you like. Just because I'm you buying a jersey. <laughs> so, yeah. Share shit. Share, you know, and I put out a post on Age of Life Media Group to invite, you know, just click the button and invite all your friends to it. Some and will take it, some won't. Some will. We got about 50 followers out of the deal Yeah. when I put that out there. But all of you that are listening to the podcast, please go do that. Make sure your friends are hearing it. You know, we obviously want to grow. And at some point, we're going to have to make a little bit on the side to be able to keep this going. 
you know, so that we have incentive to keep Ryan going. And <laughs> I'll keep coming. <laughs> Eventually, right. we're gonna have legal bills that we're gonna have to pay, but that too. Well, <laughs> that's, that's down the road. <laughs> but it'd be nice to have, like, you know, on Twitter, we're putting out, you know, we're, we're tagging certain creators on there and, yeah. and trying to get people looking at us a little bit. Obviously, we don't want this to be a full time job, but it, I mean, I'd fucking do it. I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd fucking <laughs> podcast all day long every day. But, uh, but yeah. So that's, that's what we're going to do. Um, we appreciate you guys all listening. Ryan's going to be involved a lot more. So yep. hopefully you guys are okay with that. Um, we if are. not, we'll get rid of him and we'll find somebody else. Just <laughs> yeah, let us we'll know. Ca- we'll kick him to the curb. <laughs> I'll, I'll just talk less. <laughs> You're already talking less. Yeah. Well, They're probably it's hard like, to get a word the in. The comments were... Uh, this what are you talking guy. about? You have all kinds of time. You I don't just gotta talk. You just yeah. gotta talk. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's all you gotta do. Trust me. He'll I'm st- like the quietest person there is. <laughs> He'll stop talking if you just keep talking in the mic. Trust me. It'll happen. <laughs> he knows. He's done it. <laughs> I do it all the time. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, we, we appreciate all you listeners out there. We've got, you know, 17 of you that are very hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, boys. We'd like to get this podcast up to the. We call you P ones. Yeah, you're gonna be our. You're gonna be our day one tier one. That's day what one, we yeah, are. We Let's are. go. And then also, if you guys want, we we may put out a website that has some monetization monetization to it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, you can go to that website. We'll put the links out there, and you can donate whatever you want to donate. Up totally up to you guys. We're not asking for donations. We're just gonna have it there in case there are people because we've had people that want to do stuff on touching base and I haven't put out a platform yeah. for them to be able to do that. So we're gonna put it out there. Probably not for at least another month or two, but it'll be out there. So just be on the lookout for that if you guys wanted to. Still working out. on that merch. We'll get there at some point. Yeah, the merch. The merch is coming. We just gotta figure out the best pathway for it to make sense. Yeah, we'll find it. So we appreciate you guys and we will uh we'll catch you guys in the next episode.